This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Friday, February 23rd, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. Construction equipment manufacturer Caterpillar Incorporated is planning a major expansion to its large engine center in Lafayette. The Irving, Texas-based company says it will invest $725 million to build and equip a 300,000-square-foot addition to the 1.6-million-square-foot facility and create 100 jobs over the next four years. The Lafayette Redevelopment Commission on Thursday recommended approval of two 10-year tax abatement requests for the project. The company said in documents filed with the city that the project would be one of the largest investments in the Lafayette facility since its original construction. The majority of the investment, $625 million, would go toward new machinery equipment as well as on-site rail infrastructure. The Rose-Holman Institute of Technology is using a program to give historically underrepresented high school students the chance to explore opportunities in science, technology, engineering, and math. The school's partnering with community-based organizations and high schools throughout the state on the Rose-STEM College Preparatory Program. Tom Baer, Vice President for Enrollment Management, said, While many students may end up enrolling at Rose-Holman, the program is not about just recruiting students to the school. Just thinking in many different ways how we can expose students who again, had not historically pursued STEM degrees, but think of ways that we can activate their interest and show them a pathway um, so that they they know this is definitely in in their future. Rose STEM is partnering with a number of schools and organizations in Indiana and Illinois to bring awareness of STEM career opportunities to students. A pair of companies based in Louisville, Kentucky, are planning to develop two industrial buildings at River Ridge Commerce Center in Jeffersonville. Summit Construction LLC and LDG Group have acquired more than 20 acres of land in the industrial park for nearly $2.3 million and plan to invest more than $21 million to build the facilities. The new buildings will combine for a total of more than 300,000 square feet of space. Summit Construction plans to begin site work by mid-2024. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. IBJ Media, Inside Indiana Business, and the Indiana Economic Development Corporation invite you to the Engage Indiana series, presented by CareSource, Indiana University, and Old National Bank. With an unrelenting focus on growing Indiana's economy, we'll dive into each region's unique challenges and distinct opportunities for growth. Nine regions, one goal. Indiana's bold future starts here. Discover more and register at ibj.com engage. Another round of deadlines loom over the numerous bills still in limbo at the Indiana State House. Among the measures awaiting further action are those dealing with property taxes, 13th checks, foreign ownership of agricultural land, limits to the governor's executive powers, and expanded firearm carry rights in the state capitol complex. IIB's Alex Brown has more. The House has until Tuesday to vote bills out of committee and until March 4th to approve Senate bills in the full chamber. Senators must clear bills from committees by next Thursday and send them back to the House by March 5th. A handful of bills have already been approved and sent to Governor Eric Holcomb's desk. So far, the governor has signed into law only one, which rolled back state wetlands protections. On Thursday, the House sent another one his way, voting 53-34 to to approve a measure that blocks cities and towns from banning the retail sale of dogs and adds breeder inspections and guidelines. Hearings are scheduled next week for several Senate bills in the House. That includes a GOP priority proposal, Senate Bill 2, to relax some staffing requirements for childcare workers in the hopes of growing the workforce. 
Although assigned to the House Ways and Means Committee, it's not clear yet whether the committee will hear bills on magic mushrooms research, tax exemptions for child care providers, and stricter oversight of the Indiana Economic Development Corporation. Across the hall, there's less of a rush for now, with a few more days before deadlines. A House Republican priority bill on anti-Semitism is still on track to meet those cutoffs, following edits Senate leaders said made it more palatable. That chamber killed a similar bill last year. Alex Brown, Inside Indiana Business, Radio. Indiana University Health, the state's largest hospital system, said operating income nearly tripled last year due to strong growth in outpatient care and slightly higher admissions and emergency care. The Indianapolis-based network on Thursday reported operating income of $343 million last year, up $121 million in 2022. The improved results came after three years of the COVID-19 pandemic, marked by President Joe Biden signing a bipartisan congressional resolution to end the public health emergency last spring. IU Health called that a major pivot point from a year earlier when it was forced to suspend non-urgent surgeries and procedures due to the surge of COVID-19 patients early in 2022. Imagine Early, the Early Childhood Education Coalition of Adams and Wells Counties, has selected its first executive director in Ashley King. A news release said she will seek to promote the not-for-profit's mission and expand the quality of early childhood care and education locally. She will create partnerships with local providers, find funding solutions, and represent the region in statewide conversations. King has five years of experience in not-for-profit work in Wells County. She started in her new role earlier this month. Multidisciplinary consulting firm Whiteman announced it has opened a new Fort Wayne office through an acquisition of Goloff Jordan Surveying and Design Incorporated, expanding its offices in the Great Lakes region to 10. Goloff Jordan Surveying and Design said in a news release that its owners felt it was the right time to expand its services available to clients, with a partner sharing similar ideas. Whiteman said the move allows both companies to deliver more to the Fort Wayne community. Whiteman specializes in architecture, civil engineering, and surveying for commercial, education, energy, and government sectors. Jim Bullard, the inaugural dean of the Mitchell E. Daniels Jr. School of Business, is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond. Available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, radio on demand.